wrote my one of my first six months was writing business with the National Life Group. Nice. And then Andy's brought them back in, um, really because this thing called a premium finance deal, which is another crazy thing. I can spend, if you haven't heard about it, it's crazy and amazing and awesome. In fact, you know what? I'm inclined just to give an update, Jim. Sure. How awesome this is and what Andy's done. In fact, Jim, from your perspective, do you mind just telling people what you know about this premium finance deal, what your perspective is from the outside as a carrier, seeing what Andy's done for the top leadership at the Alliance? Yeah, it's um, it's exciting stuff to say the least. So um, premium finance for for those of you that are a little bit newer or that have been in the business for years and just hasn't, haven't heard of premium finance before, um, premium finance is basically a way um, to leverage, um, we like acronyms in the business. And so I, actually, I really like this acronym. This acronym is called OPMs, right? Uh, OPMs, it, I, I hear that and I think RPMs, I don't want to go fast. What OPMs is, is other people's money, right? Everyone gets excited about leveraging OPMs, right? And that's what premium finance is, is premium finance allows for uh, wealthy individuals to uh, be able to fund their insurance policy but not necessarily paying all that premium right out of their pocket today, right? And so a good analogy that I often will use is um, for, for those of you that, um, that you yourself or you know someone that, that has a lot of money and they could go buy a house, they could pay it in cash. Um, most of the ones that, that could do that still often don't end up going that route, right? They end up, hey, I'll do a mortgage, I'll let my other money grow elsewhere uh, as opposed to leveraging all of it here on the house. And so premium finance is a very similar type concept. Um, uh, I was uh, explaining, my my dad was asking, we were catching up a little bit, and he was asking me how work was going. And uh, when I explained it to him, um, the the age old saying, particularly for, for clients that are nearing retirement, has always been, hey, save for your retirement now, because people will always loan kids money to go to college. Right, people won't loan you money to retire, so take student loans and, and right go go that route. And and talking to my dad, I was basically saying that the days of that holding true are kind of starting to end because with premium finance, there there are people out there that will loan you money um, to build up your retirement right inside of an IUL. And so um, the cool part, specifically what Andy's doing on the premium finance side, is the funding that Andy's putting up for his top guys. Uh, that's the part of, of this case that makes it really unique is that uh, the opportunity has been there for a while, but it's, it's hard to sometimes identify a business owner that recognizes the value of his people so much to be able to say, hey, I'm going to write this big check um, to give those employees um, key benefits, um, which, which is also more motivation for that. You know, Mike's, Mike's not going anywhere now. Um, not that he, was, he, he would be going anywhere anyways, but he's definitely not going anywhere now. Um, so it's a cool way. Uh, I bring that up for, for you guys in identifying potential cases um, is that a lot of times a business owner's biggest concern is, hey, you know, I've got these top people. I've got a guy like uh, I got a guy like Mickey that's doing a lot of work and seeing a lot of people. How do I make sure that he doesn't get poached by somebody else? Right. And so uh, that's one key part of that um, where the premium finance side is, is a really powerful um, really powerful story. So uh, it's been fun. I think uh, the final number, Mike, for that first round, I want to say it was over uh, like $524 million of coverage that Andy was able to put in place. Um, so really cool story from that end. Um, 
and actually Mike and I have talked on a, a couple of other guys there in the agency that might have a similar type opportunity um, to utilize premium finance. So um, we're not going to spend, uh, unless you want me to, Mike, I'm not planning on doing too much time on premium finance today um, other than to say that if you have a business owner, you have a high net worth individual, um, and we want to have that conversation about leveraging dollars for tomorrow, that's a conversation that we, we can certainly have. Um, in general, on the IUL side, um, Mike, did that answer the, the kind of the preview on the finance side? No, that did. And I think I'm just going to try to personalize this a little bit more so people understand. Sure. In fact, I'm posting, like, it's, here's a crazy cool thing. I can see my policy on the MLG mobile app. Yep. So I was able to see this morning that Andy completed funding my policy, Noel's policy, for the first year. And if y'all, like, just want to see, I'm posting on band um, just so you get some idea. Um, but this is a sense of how much Andy's committed. Like, my policy alone, Andy's paid in. One million forty-two thousand dollars as of yesterday, and that premium's a million forty-two thousand, so one zero four two every year for the next ten years is what he's contributing. Now mm -hmm. he has borrowed the money, but he is on the hook for the interest. And um, you know the way that's set up is that, that money is growing inside that policy tax-free, and you will then pull that money back out to pay off the bank note in ten or twelve or fifteen years. And the remaining balance will sit in there and accrue interest, and that's going to be there for me and my family. Meanwhile, should something happen to me, and Noel's is another $19 million death benefit, my kids are going to have a big party. We're just having to sit down and talk to trust attorneys and state planning to work out these kind of right. problems. So you're going to have some problems, too, when you get into this world. But uh, I just I couldn't have imagined this 19 years ago when we got started. So my main point, even sharing this with you, is just to say, hey, this gives you a sense of Andy's commitment to the alliance and the leadership here. People say, what are some benefits? Well, I got 19 million benefits right here. That's you right. might come and get some for you too. Um, but uh, that's a pretty huge thing. It didn't exist 19 years ago when we got started. No. All right, Jim, so let's come back. So the IUL is a powerful tool for people that are wealthy or want to become wealthy. So I ain't wealthy yet. Here's a good way to start. So Jim, exactly. let me kick it back to you. Exactly. Um, yeah, so no, I think um, – when I look at the benefit of an IUL in general, um, so I, for those of you who don't know me, I, I'm from Texas originally. I went to Texas A&M. Uh, so I've kind of grown up along the, the more conservative lines out there. So uh, when I first got in the business, I hear a lot of Dave Ramsey of buying term, invest the difference. And, uh, you know, how do you, how do you battle that and combat that? Um, well, one is, is most people don't end up um, investing the difference. Most people buy term and spend the difference. So I don't have to. I don't have to. I don't have to perform that well to beat that, anyways. Um, but then when you look at okay, if I'm actually investing the difference, how are you investing that? How is it growing? Um, what risk are you taking? Um, and that's one of the things about the IUL that's a beautiful story is that um, you really are getting the downside protection, but upside potential of that IUL. So um, you guys have probably seen Gina do the arrows. I love the way she does that and showing how IULs grow. Um, but zero is really your hero in the, in the IUL game um, and setting it up for long-term growth uh, performs really well. So um, a little bit of basics with you guys because I want you, you to, to know what you're doing and have access. So this is the National Life um, webpage. Hopefully, it, is this showing up on your end, Mike, my screen? Okay, perfect. So this is the main screen once you get logged in 
um, uh, using your National Life Group ID. So I guess that, that brings up the first question. Hey, if you, if you aren't contracted with us, if you're not appointed with us, that's step one. That's my biggest call to action for you today is, hey, let's get the ball rolling on getting you contracted. So um, go into the NA website, um, click on that carrier link to get to National Life Group. Um, get that link sent over to Pam Slade and her team in contracting, and let's get the ball rolling and getting you uh, up and running with National Life. If you don't already have a case in mind, one's showing up in the next couple of weeks. And so um, don't don't be in a, in a panic trying to get uh, appointed and contracted right before you go see the, the appointment. Go ahead and get the ball rolling now um, so we can get you up and running. Uh, once you are appointed and are contacted, um, you can get into the website and you'll see uh, this will be that homepage that you see uh, on there. Um, I spend probably the majority of my time on the left-hand side here under the business tools. Um, the illustrations is obviously the where you can go to run some quotes and numbers if you want to. So as soon as you get appointed, you have access to that already, right? So right when you're up and running, you'll have access to the to the uh, the illustration. There is a way to get an offline version of this. So I know a lot of you guys are in client houses and who knows, you know, if internet's spotty or reception's going in and out, there is an offline version of that illustration software. So to get that on your, your laptop, you log in here like normal and you simply go down to the marketing tab right here. And then uh, the top where it has illustrations, I'm going to click on this installation link. Okay. Okay. Um, and so when I click on that, that'll load the installation uh, page for me. Um, there's a, a set of instructions here um, that will walk you through it. Um, so it's letting you know, hey, here's this is a very generic one, so you won't yours won't look exactly like this. Um, but you'll click uh, right here where it says click to install access on the product. Right. So you'll click that one there. Uh, you actually see we have a little. IUL pre-recorded training already there for you. Not all these will be on there um, since we're not doing all, all the products, but some of the fit products are there as well. Um, but yeah, so really marketing and installation is where you'll go uh, to get that offline version there onto your laptop. Really neat. Um, so I'm going to get back to my homepage real fast because I do want to show briefly some of the, the illustration software. Uh, to Mike's point, so he mentioned, hey, IULs can be a good candidate for those that are rich or those that are wanting to become rich. Um, so, again, you don't have to be there yet. Um, in all my years in the business, um, the, the running into the Dave Ramsey, because, again, I'm from Texas, so I ran into those folks quite a lot. Um, Dave isn't wrong. Um, the problem, the, the, What I usually say about Dave Ramsey is that often Dave is incomplete. Right? If you think about Dave Ramsey and his target market, he's talking to people that have somewhere between sixty to eighty thousand dollars in credit card debt, right? You guys know as well as I when you're when you're meeting with that couple, you're not talking about IULs, right? We're doing we're doing our mortgage protection, we're getting them coverage for tomorrow, uh, and getting them built on a savings plan to to get out of that debt, right? Uh, but for those that aren't in that target market, right? For those of for those clients that that don't have sixty to eighty thousand in credit card debt, and they can afford to be saving it makes sense for part of their coverage to be in permanent insurance, okay? Um, permanent insurance in the long run generally is going to pay for itself if you're setting it up the right way. Um, it, depending on the market and how the cash is growing, it might take a while for it to pay for itself, but it's eventually going to pay for itself. Um, 
I think the uh, and Mike, you might know uh, from your end as well. But the, the last number that I saw, industry wide, not national specific, but industry wide, I think the uh, the amount of term coverage that actually pays out is I think still right at three percent. Um, so again, most term policies don't end up paying out to the client uh, in the long run, right? They outlive the term, they can't qualify, whatnot. Term gets too expensive, they drop it, right? So uh, it, for most people, again, maybe you can't do the 5,000 bucks a month, hey, that's fine, but does it make sense for part of your coverage to be permanent, right? Um, with with my, my own parents, they're in their, in their 60s now, um, and, uh, and talking with them, generally people's need for life insurance never completely vanishes, right? It might change, right? It might shift away from the mortgage to uh, paying for the, uh, for the, um, the, the new home design, right? When we get the, the home updated, uh, or maybe it goes to a second mortgage, or maybe it goes to, to pay for a grandkid's education, right? The need for that definite never usually drops all the way to zero. It just changes in what we want to use it for. Right. So let's let the client decide, hey, when do you want your coverage to end? And that's what permanent insurance is. Right. We can Mike knows, hey, once Andy pays up that loan, Mike can access that policy and completely surrender if he wants to. Um, he is in control of that coverage. Right. That's the big benefit of, of, of permanent coverage is that it gives your client more control. Um, and hopefully we're giving them access to uh, income and retirement. So I'm going to show you briefly the illustration software. Um, cause I do want you guys to know how to use that. So I'm on the business tools. I'm clicking that, that illustrations link. Um, and, uh, if, if my, uh, if my own internet hasn't gotten spotted, okay, here we go. So here's the, uh, the illustration tool as it pops up, you'll see kind of the most recent cases that you worked on right there in the middle. So if you wanted to change something or update something, you can just click on a case you've already saved. Um, if you didn't save a case and you're frankly getting back in, You'll go here to unsaved cases. Um, I think that we usually keep them on for 48 hours. So be in a habit of saving cases, but if something hits the fan, you probably have it there in the unsaved case. Generally, you're just going to create a new illustration, right? And again, pardon mine, this is the demo version, but we're going to be wanting to do the Flex 2 product, okay? Um, so we'll click on Flex 2, um, just a basic Flex 2 illustration. And then this is the screen that pops up, okay? A um, few things that I want you to notice. So right now we've got yellow exclamation marks next to client and date of birth. Um, and the, the note is it saying is, that, hey, right now I can't integrate with the e-app, um, which makes sense because I haven't, I haven't put in any data yet, right? But once I start putting, hey, we're looking for Mike, um, I'm going to abbreviate it because my spelling's terrible, Mike. Hopefully you'll forgive me on that. But once I'm putting in actual data here, uh, Mike, I'm going to say you were born Christmas. Okay. Merry Christmas. Um, and uh, let's make Mike a little younger, shall we? Um, let's do, uh, yeah, let's do there. Um, so as I'm putting in actual client data, that those yellow exclamation marks are disappearing. And you'll notice now that all three of them are done, this I go eat button on the left has now turned green. Okay. Before it was gray. Right now it's green. The point being is once I finish up with Mike's illustration, I can launch the e-app right from here and it's going to transpose everything I just did for Mike. It's going to pull over Mike. It's going to pull over his date of birth that he's verified standard, non-tobacco. It'll pull over the death benefit. 
it's going to shorten your e-app time considerably because it's bringing all that stuff over. You're not going to have to start from scratch. So if that's not motivation to be able to learn the illustration software, I, I don't know what it is, right? You certainly can call me. You can certainly call our sales desk. And you should in the beginning because we'd love to help you make sure you're, you're building these the right way. But man, a great incentive for you to, to learn the illustration software yourself. One, my, my sales desk doesn't work the weekends, right? So if it's a weekend, you know, hey, if, if you get me on a good day, then, then awesome for you. But if not, I want you to be able to run the illustration yourself. But it also will cut down on your, your time on the e-app as well. Most of, of how we're setting the IULs up, though, is ultimately in the death benefit and funding side, okay? So I click on that death benefit and funding tab to so just send you my information. Um, here's where we're going to tell the illustration what we want to do. Um, I really like our illustration software. Um, I've heard from most that it's, that it's fairly easy to use. Um, it, it looks confusing at first, but that's only because there's lots, there's, there's two ways that IULs typically work from a, from a case design standpoint, right? So sometimes I'll be talking with Mike and he'll say, um, hey Jim, I know I need $430,000 of coverage because that's how much death benefit we need, right? Um, and our system will do it that way. But generally, when we're talking IULs, you, Mike's usually telling me the opposite, right? He's usually saying, Jim, I don't really care about the death benefit. I'm doing this for supplemental income at retirement. I have a premium amount I want to put in, right? Would, would, you, would, you guys, would you agree, Mike, that's probably most of the, these IUL cases? Not all, but most of them? Exactly. I mean, okay. most of the time they have an amount, and so we understand that to yep. take full advantage of IRS code, Internal Revenue Code 7702, we want to come right up to the maximum allowable guideline level premium for that product. Absolutely. Absolutely. So again, if it's the other, if it's the other way, if it's the death benefit one, that's fine. Just type in the death benefit right here on the death benefit, right? Just type in, hey, 430000 for my mortgage, right? Um, and then on your premium, you would do the guideline annual premium, right? That's the max funding one. And you could do it that way. But again, most of the time, it's going to be the opposite, right? Most of the time, you're not going to care about your death benefit. So if that's the case, then you're going to tell the computer, hey, I want to solve for my death benefit, right? So it says face solve type. I'm going to click on minimum DB, max cash value, right? Hey, I want the smallest death benefit possible, okay? Now, right now, the system will default to red Xs. Don't worry. Um, the system's just saying, hey, right now, you've, you haven't given me a death benefit or a premium right? Which, Mike, if you look on my screen, you'll see I don't have a death benefit typed in, right? Yep. I don't have a premium typed in. <laughs> that, that's why the system's saying, hold on, not so fast. But once we put in, hey, we're going to solve for the minimum death benefit, now in my premium, now I can say, hey, I'm going to do a certain premium. I'll change it to specific amount. And let's say, hey, this isn't, you know, we, we're not going to do a, a ton funding. Uh, we we want to do this ongoing. So let's we're we'll going to change our premium to monthly EFT rather than annual. And let's say we're going to do 500 a month, right? The from through uh, over here on the right is simply asking, hey, how long do you want to do, in this case, 500 a month? How much do you want? How long do you want to do that $500 a month? Um, I can tell you guys, hey, if you want, you could say, hey, 20 years, right? 1-20. You could certainly do that. Um, I like to work smarter as opposed to harder, right? So I don't want to. I don't want to have to go back to client information and say, "Hey, how old is Mike again?" So I'm going to put one dash a for age. 
65, right? So what I just told the system is I want to pay $5 a month from the first policy year through the age of 65, okay? Um, and then we'll scroll down uh, below. We're not doing a 1035 in this one, but if you, if you had one, you could put it in, right? Just that it's an external 1035 from another company, right? And here's the dollar amount. Um, but the distribution information, here's where we show income coming out at retirement, right? Again, this is a big reason why uh, IULs are popular with clients is that supplemental tax-free income, right? And so in this case, so to illustrate that, we can click on this drop-down arrow, and there's a few different options. Uh, I would say most folks end up showing the lifetime income benefit one. This is the last one. That's the one you guys have heard me on stage talk about, um, that we're one of the only IUL companies that, that give the client a guaranteed income stream at retirement, right? So you could do solve for income. That would show variable loans, kind of like some of the other companies, F&G, some of your other carriers have. We're one of the only carriers that says, hey, we, we'll, we'll promise you a guaranteed income stream once you reach retirement and you turn on this rider. Um, so it's a super powerful story, particularly, you know, when you look at, um, again, most folks either were investing or at least saw their parents investing. Most people are aware of what happened in 2008, right? 40% drop on your retirement assets, Okay. All right, now, yeah, if you're, you know, if you're young like me or you're young like Mickey, you're thinking, hey, it doesn't matter, I'll, I'll make that up. But if you're on the verge of retirement, you might not have that much time to make that up, right? And so, again, the, the, the value of saying, hey, not only uh, are we going to give you the growth still, but we're going to say, hey, once you get to retirement, we're going to guarantee you an income stream. So even if the index blows up and, and you don't get a ton of crediting in the policy anymore, we're still going to give you a guaranteed income stream. Um, so notice when I click on that, um, it, it calculates the year as opposed to the age, but I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you, it calculated this income to start the year after I stopped paying. So again, I told, I said in Mike's on, hey, I'm going to pay till he's 65, and then I'm turning on the, the income on right after that, okay? Um, now, the LIBOR comes with two, there's a few different options. It defaults to doing a level payout. Um, you could do an increasing payout if you wanted to, uh, if you did. So here's my level payout. If you do increasing, you're going to start lower, but it's going to increase every year, right? But you could do that away if you wanted to. And then um, we also, uh, we default to doing a max face amount reduction to try to boost the income. Okay. Again, you don't have to do that if you don't want to. Simply check or uncheck the appropriate box. Um, but let's, I want to go to quick view. I want to show you what this, this, this could look like um, for that client. So again, in this particular scenario, um, we're doing 500 a month, right? Or 6,000 a year. That's going to buy Mike 444,536 of death benefit, right? So we see that's a random number, right? We obviously didn't type that in. That's the computer saying, hey, here's what Mike needs to buy. Yep. Um, and if we do that, um, we're doing that 6,000 and it shows up at age 66. Now, again, we're projecting he'll have 345,000 of cash. Uh, that's based off of current conditions, right? Hopefully it's more than that, but that's kind of what we're projecting. And then with that projection, if that's what he had at age 65, then at 66, National Life Group's going to say, Mike, we will guarantee to pay you $24,000 every year for the rest of your life. 
right? And if you pass away tomorrow, we'll, we'll, pay, we'll pay the death benefit that's still there, but that's a guaranteed income stream. Uh, the other thing I like about our income stream is that we actually redo the math on this every five years. So let's say, although we're doing 24,000 coming out, let's say from 66 to 70, the index does really well, right? And Mike caps each year in those five years, right? Well, when we redo the formula, it might generate a higher income stream. If that's the case, then we'll say, hey, Mike, your new guaranteed income stream is not going to be 26,000 a year moving forward. Um, and it can never go, it can never go down. If we, if we redo the math and it, it results in a lower number, we're not going to lower the, the income. It would just stay there at that 24,176. Uh, so really, really powerful, uh, powerful stuff. Um, I don't know if you've seen a full illustration report before. I don't want to spend too much time on it, but um, for those of you that haven't seen it, I think it's, it's really cool to, to note. Um, again, you've probably seen me draw this on the board at the main stage. But again, this puzzle piece is, I think, the easiest way to market an IE well, right? When you're talking to a client and saying, hey, there's the, the three main concerns financially that can derail us is, hey, what happens if we die too soon? What happens if we become ill? And then what happens if we live too long, right? Now, a big reason people buy the IULs is, is that green puzzle piece at the bottom, right? We all, we all, all of our clients want to be in that option. No one wants to die too soon or become ill. So, hey, let's contribute to something that no matter which three of the puzzle pieces life throws our way, we're going to be able to, uh, to function and, and, and adjust well with that, that caveat. Um, the only thing I like about the illustration software is we'll actually show you what the projected um, living benefit amount is if they become sick or ill. So, again, this is just a projection, um, but some of my agents really like to show this um, because it can be, it can be uh, very powerful. Even on the business side, I've got a couple of agents that are uh, assisting um, business owners on their buy-sell agreements. Um, so I don't know if you guys work with any business owners. Um, some of them have buy-sell, some of them don't. Even the ones that do have buy-sells don't typically have something in there that has living benefits. And the reason that's important is that a buy-sell will work for the, the owner if the, the other owner passes away but what if that owner doesn't pass away, they're just disabled and they can't help in the business at all, right? Most buy-sells don't have a, a, an answer to that. Um, whereas if you did a buy-sell with National Life, you could say, hey, let's utilize the living benefits um, to help take care of, of the other partner, right? As they're carrying the load for the business. So again, really cool uh, piece where you could say, hey, you know, uh, Mike, if, if, um, if, if we had a terminal illness show up at 65. Um, if you're like me, you might say, hey, screw it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold my own and wait and get every last penny of this 444,000 death benefit. But if you didn't have any other options anywhere else, right? Andy didn't do this premium finance thing for you. And we needed something to, to help you and Noel. Hey, this, that 393 tax-free could be a huge difference maker in your world. Right, um, and when you add the fact that none of your clients are paying a dime to get these living benefits, right? They're already included in the policy, and so um, while other carriers are trying to are trying to mimic us and say, "Hey, we're going to give them a terminal illness rider," in most cases, you're paying for that. Um, and if you never use it, then it's like, well, you know, hey, we're glad that nothing bad happened to you. Uh, 
Um, versus on ours, it's hey, you're not going to pay. You're not going to pay for this, but it's here if you need it, yeah, right? Sure. Again, that's the power of this puzzle piece. Is hey, no matter no matter which one of these show up, let me scroll back up. No matter which yeah. one of these puzzle pieces life throws our way, this policy yeah. can help you address that. Jim. Yeah. Okay. Two things. One, I think when you clicked on the illustration. You're probably yep. looking at the PDF file, but your screen is still sharing. The is it still sharing that? Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. I just realized you're talking, so we're not seeing that. Um, but if you want to switch up, stop yep. sharing and start sharing again, you should be good there. Yep. And then I'm going to do that right now. So I think so I just realized I just caught that. I, no, I appreciate that. Let's try that again. Here we go. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Uh, so again, here's here's that puzzle piece, right? Dying too soon, being chronically, uh, becoming ill, or living too long. Again, green is good, right? People see green, they think money. This is what most clients want. They want to be in the live too long portion of that puzzle. Uh, but again, it's, hey, let's make sure that our premiums will help us either way, right? You guys might have seen um, in some of your agent meetings, you ever seen someone that has a cancer policy? Right, hey, I'm paying, you know, five bucks a month for this cancer policy. It pays out if you get cancer, but other than that, you don't get anything to show for it, right? Whereas, hey, we know one of these three things is going to happen to your client. We just don't know which one, right? Um, yeah. So very powerful in that. And then, uh, Mike, to your point, again, showing you the, the projection page. Um, usually on page seven or eight, yeah. So on this one, it's on page eight. And we can actually see, okay, what's the projected – uh, amount to be at a certain at a certain age so again if we had a turn loss at 65 that's what we're projecting right just shy of 400,000 and then um, on a critical illness or critical injury depending on the severity right so the more severe uh, something is the more that's affecting your life expectancy that's why you'll see life-threatening has a higher a higher payout than something like a moderate um, but again, almost makes you want to get cancer. <laughs> almost. <laughs> the key word there is almost. Um, but again, it's it's nice to know that their premiums are going to be helpful for them no matter what, right? Because it'll either help them here um, or if they don't get cancer, it'll help them on their lifetime income, tax-free retirement, right? Maybe so just really, a couple blockages, you know? Eat more Say that, say that one more time. Maybe just eat a little more bacon, get a couple blockages going, you know, get a couple stents put in. Exactly, so exactly. Minor. That's right, that's right, my man. Um, so again, I didn't want to go go too in-depth, but uh, yeah, I did want to give you guys a kind of a brief overview of the illustration software, um, how, to, how, to, how to operate it. Again, the, um, the, the illustration is a, is a really cool um, – is a really cool tool and it, it'll, it'll do most anything you want it to do. You just have to tell what you're wanting, what you're wanting to accomplish. So, um, you know, even if you said, Hey, you know, we're going to do, um, we're going to start off at 500 bucks a month. Um, but you know, the client thinks that they want to, they want to change that later on. You know, I can tell the system to, to do that, right? I can say, Hey, we're going to start off doing 500 bucks a month. Um, we'll do that for four years or so. Uh, and then after that, we'll bump it up to 750, right? But again, I can I can do that and illustrate that. Uh, I just would click on the add row to type in, hey, here's what I'm doing at first, and then here's that change, uh, increasing it up later on down the road. So again, it's a it's a really cool system. You just kind of got to to tell it, hey, this is what I'm trying to accomplish.
Now, Jim, I noticed you yep. did a level death benefit initially on this. Yep. Is yep. there a reason why you did that for cash maximization versus going with an increasing death benefit? That's a good, that's a good question. So um, it, I, I try not to do a, a blanket uh, endorsement one way or the other of, hey, you know, IULs work best this way versus this way. Um, typically, when you're doing min-max um, and you're, you're telling the system, hey, I want the smallest death benefit possible, um, then increasing will, will show a little bit more um, cash value in the end. Um, because you're doing a smaller death benefit initially. So in this example, you'll see if I'm doing level A, I would start off in this case buying 637,000 of coverage, right? Yep. Whereas if I did increasing B, same premium, right? We didn't change any of the premium boxes, but it's starting me down at 262,000, right? Yep. So obviously if I'm paying the same premium, but you know, over half as much death benefit, this one will have more cash than the level one. Um, but that also affects your target premium as well. So um, I, I personally like, um, of the two ways to show increases, Mike, because I think, I think I'm a big believer in, in increases. Um, I personally like doing a level death benefit initially, um, as opposed to putting all these extra premium rows in here. Um, but I'll show you why. So let me, let's, let's look. Um, both ways real fast. So on the 262 one, we're starting off with 500. We're then jumping, um, oops, we're then jumping down to, to 750. Um, and that income is looking like 38,000 at retirement. Okay. So we're going to remember 38,000 is what we're looking at on the retirement side um, versus actually, hold on, we got to that's the, other, that's the other part with increasing is if you're increasing, you want to make sure you remember to level it out at retirement age. All right, I didn't do that initially. Um, so we're increasing initially. We'll level it at age 66. That's going to give us a little bit more income. Um, okay, no, it, the, library, the library switches it to level anyways. Um, okay, so 38 versus if we did level all the way through, we'll have a death benefit again, that higher death benefit, 637. And then on the income side, about 32,000. So again, increasing has more, more, uh, more cash there and a bigger income, um, but what happens if the client passes away tomorrow, right? Well, in one, in one, one case you're showing 230 a death benefit, the other you're doing 630. And then lastly, let's just take a look, right? This isn't, this isn't everything, but it's a big part. So you'll see here that target premium on the levels, about what, 7,500? You guys uh -huh. see that there highlighted? Okay. If you do it increasing initially, because again, we're trying to buy the smallest amount of death benefit as possible. If we do increasing initially, now that it's 262 a death benefit, that drops your target down to about 3,000 as well. So again, it's, 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 Hey, how do you, how do you want to do it? One's not necessarily better than the other. I like level because it's a little bit neater um, from a admin standpoint. Again, you're going to shit, you're going to uh, buy more death benefit for them. So again, you'll be that much more the hero if you're showing up to a, to a funeral with a check. Right. Um, There's still, they're still max funding that policy. Right. Um, it is a, a lar larger target premium. 
um, for uh, for you guys as the agents. And then the other nice thing that I like about this, Mike, is so, um, Mike, I got a question for you. If yeah. we were doing increasing from the beginning, right, and we're doing 500 up front, um, and then I, I, I told it I wanted to do 750 later on, um, what happens when my client in year seven or eight says, Mike, I want to increase it again to, say, 900? Can they do that? Uh, if they start off with an increase, in, and if they, they started off on increasing doing min max, and I built in one increase here, could I do a second increase later on? They have to apply for insurability to do that. Exactly. So in this case, because I, I've truly done, and, and my kudos to you, I'll put you on the spot. Um, they truly are doing the max funding possible. So when they say, hey, I want to jump up to, I, I, I built it for this first increase of 750. But in year seven, when they say, hey, I want to jump to 900, because we haven't built it that way from now, we would have to either add another policy on top uh, or, or change this one in, in, and both would require underwriting, right? Now, Mike, same question for you. I built it, I built it for one increase, 500 up to 750, but I started it on level option A. Now when the client wants to, to increase again in year seven or year eight to go to 900 or so, could they do that on this one? Uh, a good question. I do not know. So I'll give, you, I'll give you the answer. That's the only reason I like this one is they can, right? And the reason that we'll be able to is even though we're max funding it right now, mm -hmm. because I started on a level, a level option A, I can change this to increasing in year eight or what, whichever year we want to give me an extra room of premium to come back in and put more premium in. Does that make sense? And it does. Now I've got a question because I know of another yep. carrier that allows you to change it to increasing down the road, but yep. they require you to go through underwriting at that time you do that decision. Right. So we would, that uh, you would not be doing underwriting with us for that because that's not a material face change. Okay. Right. Now if, if we Fair. said, Hey, you know, we're doing, um, we're doing 430,000 a death benefit. If you said, Jim, hey, I want to up that 430 up to 750, now we're changing the death benefit. That that would that would require underwriting. Okay. But simply doing level to increasing or increasing the level would not require underwriting. Okay, got it. Okay, so, so let's pause. I want to pause real quick because we're running yeah. coming close to the end. I want to bring yeah. up a line in a second. But before that, if you've got questions, if you're here tuned in, um, yep. most people's lines muted. So feel free. You can post a note on the chat. You can Perfect. We'll try to answer a question. So if you're tuned in trying to learn more, we're happy to help you out. Um, and while um, if people are posting questions or texting me, I want to pull up a, a line because I want him to talk a teeny bit about what he's done. He's written several um, cases. So a line, can we pull you up? And uh, okay. Oh, and uh, Jim, if we can get you to unshare your screen yeah. while we're doing that, there we go. Perfect. Sorry about that. You're all right. All right, Mr. Line, there we go. Align, how we doing, boss? Woo! Fired up, man. How's this team going? Wake up, Dude. everybody. We're getting ready. <laughs> hey, looks like you were already in Alaska. That's right. He's ready to party. I'm in the cruise, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chip. All right, that's awesome. Okay, so Align, I know you had a big paycheck. Straighten everybody out. How big was your paycheck this week? 6,100. I, I believe I'm number one, just to make a correction with Sherry. Number okay. one this week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So 
you had you've had some IUL cases issued yes. last week, and I know you've written more. So here's what I want to talk about. Why have you suddenly gotten passionate about IULs? Let's just hit there, and then the second welcome I'll come to you in a second is what have you changed or what are you doing? But first, what's gotten into you? Why suddenly like are you gotten is this gotten into your mind? All right, well, two things. I'm going to go with the first one, Mike, and I want to tell this to everybody. I want everybody to get a pen and paper and start writing right now, all right? This is, this is big. The cruise for Alaska is 120,000 points. Is that correct? A 115. 115. I thought it was 115, right? I found that up to 120, just in case. Okay. Make it a round number. Okay. okay. So 10 $1,000. IULs, you just have to write 10 months out of 12 months of $1,000 gives you $120,000 worth of premium. Only 10 IULs of $1,000, okay? 20 IULs of $500 gets you to the cruise. Only 20 IULs of $500. 40 IULs of $250. So I said, you know what? I got to break over $100,000 this year on personal production. And I'm going to get in that cruise as fast as possible. So I can either write 10 policies, 20 policies, or 40 policies. Now, you know me, Mike. I'm trying to hit the big ones. I'm trying to find them. I only The biggest one I wrote was $833. A month. A month. A month. A okay. month. All right. Now... I've written one, two, three, four, five, six policies equaling $29.76. That's $35,000 worth of cruise money that should be issuing within, within March. Okay. Some of them already been issued. Is that, on top of, is that on top of the $833? Is that, is that after that? Is that including that or uh, in addition to? I'm including all the ones that I've written so far. Okay. All right. There we go. All right, so about $36,000 off IUL. So, all right, so we talk about why you're doing it. Now, what tools? Give me some tools. What's something that's helped you make the change to become more effective? We're connected, Mike. We're connected. Okay, that was next. Okay, so now I attended seven seminars on IULs. But the first person that showed me was it was um, Mickey Cruz. So I want to give props to Mickey. He was the first Hey, one Mickey! Okay, he showed me, but I was totally, totally, like, confused. I, he said it simply, but my Dominican mind was not clicking. So Andy said, you got to repeat it seven times. So I went to seven seminars. I, made, I met Jim Mosley. I met Mike Zorn. I went to the Dean Magnosi. I went into the VIP one. I bought 30 books. Um, I've been on I've been on four or five seminars with Gina Hawks. I followed her to Texas and, and I was on, on seminars that she went to my hotspots and several other hotspots and it's paying off. Paying off. What was happening is I'm being able to simplify the way that I talk to the clients into getting them interested in this program. Mm. So watch this. It's not always about the height of your logic as much as it is the depth of your conviction. And you can see Alana's convicted. Um, and so I love that. So buddy, hey, power of association. Because we say, number one, 
own policy. Number two, do the work. Number three, attend all meetings. Number four, read. And number five, listen. Those five things is how you're getting good at IULs. It's how you get good at annuities. So, buddy, good job. Glad to have you on the call. Glad you're leading people, setting a good pace. One last thing before you let me off. Everybody on this call, everybody on this call, please, this is not Mike, this is a line. Buy your own IUL. Buy your own IUL. Because if you can have it, you can sell it. You can show it. Nobody's going to ask you how much is it. Get one if you can. Got that right. Awesome. Alain, thank you very much. Let's bring up Jim one last time. We highlight his screen, pull him up. Uh, Jim, I just want to say thank you for joining us here. I know we've had you post your contact. For those that may not see the screen, let's just have you kind of give us an audio on that, Jim, if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah right. absolutely. Um, my email is jmosley at nationallife.com. Uh, Mosley is M-O-S-E-L-E-Y. And then my direct line is 214-638-9242. And a shameless plug, if you'll allow me, Mike, I know you guys have many great carriers. We're one of the newer ones as we're interviewing to earn your business. One reason I'd like to earn your business is so I can keep this guy fed, happy, and in diapers. So, can you say hi? <laughs> Thanks for that, Mike. <laughs> All right, so I guess you're working from home today, huh? I, I ended up, my uh, my wife tore her meniscus last week, so it's kind of been all hands on deck there you go. with the, uh, the little guy. So Awesome, awesome. Well, buddy, hey, thank you for sharing. Appreciate you taking the time with us. I hope everybody sees how easy it is to do an illustration. A little bit of passion, a little bit of belief, a little bit of work, asking for help. Things are taking off, blowing up like you would not believe. Jim, thank you. Lauren and Sherry, thank you. Guys, take care. Rock on. We'll see you all later. Bye.